Welcome to 2023. I know many people have New Year's resolutions and financial resolutions are certainly a part of that. We're going to talk a bit today how to stick with the financial resolutions that you may set for the new year. And now, the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee. Welcome into the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee. I'm your consumer advocate, Chrissy Paradis, and I am joined in studio for the first show of 2023, mm-hmm. as I am each and every week by Jay and Brittany Hagee of Allon Planning Partners. Jay, Brittany, welcome. How was is, how is your holiday? Happy New Year, Chrissy. Yeah, you too. Happy New Year. We are so glad to be uh, with you starting out 2023. Likewise, it's it's so exciting. I feel like, uh, ho- I mean, hopeful. Isn't that how you're supposed to feel at the start That's of right. a, oh, of a for new sure. year? Always That's fresh right. year, fresh start, fresh hope. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's really good. Yeah, we've had a great Christmas, and we are ready to jump in feet first to 2023. As I know, many are because this is the season of New Year's resolutions mm-hmm. and oh, yes. setting new patterns and setting new goals and. We're going to talk a bit about that today. Right. Do we, you have any New Year's resolutions, Chrissy? Uh, I'm, I think that I've had the same resolution kind of <laughs> ongoing oh, to, to you okay. know, have be more be. I always say I want to be healthier, to go to the gym more, to right. there you, go. you know uh-huh. all those things. And I've read sure. a statistic somewhere that most of your of your the New Year's resolutions that are made are broken before February. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true, and that's why this whole segment is about how do we stick with them because that is the case with the majority of our resolutions because it's hard. Yeah. I mean, usually we want to make changes to areas in our life that need some improvement, and change is not easy. There are hoops we got to jump through and it can be pretty challenging. And a lot of those resolutions are around our health or our finances. Um, A lot of times it's like, hey, I want to save more. I want to spend better or I want to eat healthier. I want to go to the gym more, like you said. And Mm -hmm. so typically it's things that that aren't the most exciting to talk about. (laughs) Well, and often the resolutions are really kind of birthed out of some kind of a guilt, right? Like with regard to our health, it may be, oh man, I just feel bad. I've gained all this weight or, uh, you know, I'm I've just eaten so too much. Yeah, on the holidays, I've eaten too much sure. over the holidays or I'm so out of shape and I have no strength like I used to have. So it's birthed out of that. But Same with your finances. I've spent too much through Christmas. Oh, you know, yes. And I'm or like I put a lot of stuff on layaway. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But the problem with those resolutions being birthed out of guilt, they may last you for a while, but eventually that that guilt dissipates. Mm -hmm. And that was the motivating factor was that guilt. But what happens is some other feeling takes over Mm -hmm. like, oh man, I really want that bacon or that dessert looks good. (laughs) Right. And that becomes louder than the sense of desire for change or for growth. So shaming yourself into a healthy pattern type. Yeah. Yeah. The the, the shame is going to wear off. (laughs) Right. Yep. So what we want to talk about, though, is changing the motivation, the, the guilt or desire for some real change may be what gets you to that point to make that resolution. But ch- the, the ongoing motivation should be something different because that will wear off. So instead, 
let your motivation be hope hope for what can be Mm -hmm. and really it's hope for what will be as you change these patterns within your life no matter what this is surrounding like we said your health your finances your family your relationships uh you know no matter what your patterns have been you can change those Mm -hmm. you can change those patterns and think forward think about what they could be and growing into that right and uh, one way to help with that and something that we like to do is turn our resolutions into SMART goals. Um, And SMART being an acronym, right? S-M-A-R-T, making a SMART goal. Uh, And so if I were to give a definition for each letter of SMART, it would be specific. So what do you want to accomplish? Uh, The M would be measurable. You can access your progress in some way. Um, You got to be able to track track it. Mm -hmm. A is attainable. Um, so is it something that I can actually achieve? We don't want to reach way outside <laughs> of ourselves. Um, are relevant? You know, why is it worth pursuing to me? Is it going to keep me motivated? These kind of things. Why does it matter? And then T to be time bound or time framed. This. I love this already. Yeah. Like this applies to everything. It's like a financial. Absolutely. This could be like a financial Fitbit. that's that's exactly what we're trying to get folks to to catch on to here is that there's one thing to have a resolution say i would like this i would like to to spend less money i would like to get out of debt um but it's a different thing to put uh measurables and attainables Mm -hmm. and relevance around those things so that you keep motivated and that you're specifically tracking your progress And actually getting there, you're actually, it's kind of like how we talk about with financial planning all the time. You may say, I want to retire at 60 with $4 million. Mm -hmm. That may be a great goal, but if you don't have a plan to get there, there's really not much to it besides just, oh, I hope this happens, right? Put some practicality around these, these dreams or these desires or these hopes, no matter how big or how small, you can make them attainable by, by marking them with these things, make them specific make them Mm -hmm. measurable, make them attainable, make them relevant and set a timeline. I want to, I want to get to this point by Mm -hmm. this time. So, and we can apply that specifically to our finances in so many ways, you know, talking about you, one really common, uh, new year's resolution would be, I want to save more. I want to save more Mm -hmm. for my future. Well, you just got to start. You just got to begin. Um, you know, maybe it's maybe it's, it's doing something like boosting your contributions from last mm-hmm. year instead of, you know, maybe you made, uh, you know, a certain amount and you gave 1% of your income last year, saved 1%. This time, bump it up to 2%. Just make some Or maybe it's specific, progress. like I, I'm going to put away $200 a month starting this month mm-hmm. for savings. Make it very specific to your And situation. here's a tip too. Don't just make it specific but make it easy on yourself, make Mm -hmm. it, make it easy. So for example, in a scenario like that, set up an automatic contribution to where Mm -hmm. it goes directly from your bank account into that investment account or into a savings account. If it's like for an emergency fund, Uh, make it automatic so that it's not something that you have to remember to do. Because if you have to, again, when you're trying to make changes in your life, you've got to simplify that and make it easier so you have less obstacles to overcome absolutely (laughs) and that's a very practical and small way that you can make it attainable I love that. I mean, because it's not just like you said, it's not just the, okay, well, here's the resolution. It's the smart goals, the why it matters, Mm -hmm. the what, uh, and then there's these like actionable steps that I mean, it's 
that's what matters. And that's exactly what you guys do every single day that's at right. Allon Planning Partners. And it's I, I, I like to throw in here that uh, since we since we started doing the show, you you have saved me significant, <laughs> significant money uh, just because when it came to the budget aspect i was not tracking those those fees that mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I mean i don't even know if they were hidden or if, or if i just didn't think to pay attention to but you guys sure. had saved me almost, uh, close to two thousand dollars i mean just wow. in these like i mean that's how much i was paying for wow. double subscriptions yeah. over months mm-hmm. and months and months and so right. i i think it's so important so if you want to sit down with jay and Brittany hagee and the team at allen planning partners you can Call right now, 800-971-4549. That's 800-971-4549. Or go online to Allon Planning, A-L-L-O-N, planning.com, and set up a time to sit down with them and see how they can help you because they can, I mean, you guys do it all. Right. We look at everything comprehensively. So basically what we want to say to folks listening today is if you've made a New Year's resolution for your finances and you need to put smart goals behind it, but you don't know where to start, that's where we come in. That's where we help. We help comprehensively by looking at your your the way you're planning and budgeting and saving right now. We look at income planning. We look at tax planning. We look at uh, estate planning and, and insurance planning. We make sure that uh, we're looking at every aspect of your financial life and developing smart goals and smart habits for you so that you get to where you want to be. And that's in a place of financial freedom. That's what our ultimate goal is for everyone that's listening today that we would connect with to get smart goals in place, not just resolutions and hope so's and, and I'm doing this because I'm guilted because I've spent too much money this holiday season or (laughs) whatever it may be. But let's put specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-framed goals in place so that you have the potential to actually get to where you want to be. And here's something Jay and I have implemented over the last really seven or eight years. Uh, create some opportunities to celebrate the progress you make. Yes. Don't oh. forget to celebrate as you reach some targets. Small milestones. Right? Yeah, and this doesn't mean you got to wait till the, you, you hit the big mm-hmm. goal or the massive goal, but the little steps, take time to celebrate those. So this is a way you can really build some motivation into your goals because we're talking about staying motivated, right? Mm-hmm. And how do we, yeah, we may feel really good right now at the beginning of the year, but I promise you, you're going to feel different in four weeks. So you have to have something else to sustain this mm-hmm. change that you want to make. These are some things you can do. Build those mo- that motivation into your goals. So, for example, uh, you know, maybe you say when my emergency fund reaches $1,000, then we are going to do a really nice dinner out together to celebrate as a couple. Mm-hmm. Or if you're single, do something fun with a friend. Just targeting some specific way to celebrate, hey, I've made some progress and celebrating those small steps mm-hmm. because that gives you motivation to move to the next step. Absolutely. And you're always growing, always uh, morphing and becoming yes. better in whatever area you're focusing and on. And building that motivation in, we always like to do that. And we also like to build in accountability is because we all need it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll go back to the health side of things. Um, I built in accountability by tapping on two of my friends and say, listen, I need to be back in the gym at least three days a week. I want you to come with me or I want you mm-hmm. to keep me accountable to this, right? The same thing with any um, goal that you have. If you want to save more money, if you want to uh, build a better future for yourself financially, 
put accountability in place. And that's where we come in as well. Not only are we helping you create and craft smart goals and motivation to get to where you want to be, but also we're helping you with the accountability piece. Are you doing and are you walking out these steps that we've put in place to get to where you want to be? And it really, really does help. Look at us as like a personal financial trainer. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you know, to help, to help, yeah, to help keep you on track as you're reaching your goals to help you see the big picture and not get stuck in just the here and now, because that's what we want to do. Help you to move out of just this survival mode mm -hmm. and into where you're actually thriving and you're experiencing financial health. That is the goal. So give us a call. We open up a, a certain number of spots each week to our radio listeners specifically to where we can take time aside and speak directly with you about your situation, coach you through, answer your questions, you can reach us at 800-971-4549 or directly through our website as well. There's a contact us page. You can schedule your appointment or complimentary consultation directly from the website or send us an email if you have some questions. You can do all of that online at allonplanning.com. That's A-L-L-O-N planning.com. And Jay, Brittany, we do have to take a short break, but what do you have coming up for us on the other side of the break. When we come back, we're going to be taking a look at some things that we should be doing at the beginning of 2023 in order to propel us forward in our financial future. We are back on the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee of Allon Planning Partners. You can get in touch with Jay and Brittany by calling 800-971-4549. That's 800-971-4549. Folks from the Allon Planning team are standing by to take your call if you have any questions or want to set up a time to sit down with the dynamic duo themselves <laughs> as we're talking about some of the New Year resolutions that mm -hmm. folks make. And I kind of want to jump back in to the conversation and, and ask, what what should we be doing to propel ourselves forward with the resolutions mm -hmm. that we make for the new year? Absolutely. So like we talked about in the last segment, we want to make sure that it's not just a resolution and a, you know, I'm guilted into doing something to better myself because of I've, I'm guilty from what uh, I may have lived like at the end of 22. But really, we want smart goals. We want goals that are specific, measurable, attainable, relevant and time framed. So that way we actually have a chance of hitting uh, our goals that we have in front of us. So one of the things that I would tell folks in 2023 is how can we save more? Um, that's, that's one of the goals that a lot of folks have. And so we want to boost that up. And, and one of our um, attainable aspects of this is to make it attainable, make it automatic. Um, we talk about it all the time. So automatically set up contributions to your 401k, your IRA, your Roths, whatever it may be, your retirement accounts, so that you um, automatically are saving that goal and make it attainable, make it measurable. So, hey, I want to add an extra 50 bucks a week, or I want to add an extra $100 a month or whatever it may be, you can make that automatic so that it becomes a part of your budget. And 
and if you don't know where to start, just mm-hmm. start with whatever amount you can. If it's 50 bucks, if it's a hundred bucks a month, if it's 200 bucks a month, just start putting some away. Mm-hmm. And I just want to give you guys an update. If you have not heard or are not aware in 2023, you can contribute up to $22,500 with into your 401k. Wow. So that has really gotten a bump up. Now mm-hmm. for those who are over 50, you can contribute to specifically your 401k up to $30,000 because that includes a catch-up mm-hmm. contribution as well uh, on top of the 22.5. And that's so, new I for mean, this year? I mean, that's a change. It is. That's an increase. So, and then the same, there's also been an increase for contributions to IRAs, which increases up to 6,500. Um, and then if you're over 50, you have an additional thousand on top of that. So that is a a good chunk of money that you can work towards. Again, don't let that overwhelm you either thinking, oh, there's no way I could save that. That's okay. If you can't save that much, just start with something. And again, like we talked about incrementally, just continue to increase that over, over time. Yeah. So if you want to save more, make it specific. I want to give myself, my future self, an extra $200 a month back whatever it may be, make it measurable, make sure that you're automatically putting in there attainably, um, that you're that you're making it attainable on yourself. Um, And it is irrelevant. Like when you when you why is it worth pursuing? Because you know that your future self is going to love you for what you save for yourself today. What about folks that maybe just don't even know where to begin? What's the first step that you would recommend anybody in this situation do? Sure. So whether you have an account or not, maybe you don't have a 401k or a Roth or an IRA. You know, if you do not have any of retirement accounts set up, I would suggest you call in and chat with us because we're going to tell you for your situation, which accounts you should be utilizing, right? You do need yeah. help and direction on those things. Because That's we're part considering of gaining the goal. Yeah, because we're considering the tax implications, That's right. that, you know, that surround the type of account you begin saving in. So, so one of the questions you would ask us when we sat down is what accounts should I be starting with, right? Um, and if you're just in a place to where you have a checking account, a savings account, um, until you get those retirement accounts set up, start there. Put back an extra $50 a month or a week or whatever it may be, whatever your number is, from your checking account over to your savings account. You can make that automatic. Yeah. Um, okay. Whether you have a re- retirement account set up or not just yet. Um, start there and then come meet with us and let us help you uh, direct you in which retirement account you should be setting up and contributing to. Here's something else you can be doing Um, when we're talking about moving forward and, uh, you know, kind of assessing 2022, taking what we can into 23. Look at your budget. What worked last year and what didn't? And, you know, make some necessary changes. And again, what we want to do is we want to make this easier for, for us. Whenever we're trying to make a change from one point to another, that's, that's pretty significant. You want to make make it simpler. So whatever you can do to make it easy on yourself to transition that, the, the, the more su- likely you are to be successful in it. So there's all kinds of tools out there that can help you with budgeting. Dave Ramsey's got a great one. Uh, that, it's that, every dollar. It's yeah. called Every Dollar. Yeah, another one is Mint. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Mm -hmm. that mint, but all these, these are the practical resources, basically just tracks your spending. And then you can, you can allocate your spending to whatever uh, account it is. And this is, this is when we're talking about, maybe you don't even have a budget. This is a, this is a place to start Chrissy, to answer your question. Where do I start? Start with something like this, a tool that will help guide you through 
telling how, your money how to where set to go. This up. That's yeah. it. And that's all a budget is. Mm -hmm. It's not a lot of people think a budget is like really restrictive. And oh, if I have a budget, I have uh, there's Very no limited. freedom. It does yeah. have it's, a weird connotation to it, I think. Yeah, that's pretty typical, right? Yeah, absolutely. But it doesn't have to be that way. Really, all a budget is, is you telling your money where to go. That's right. If you want to spend more on eating out, budget for eating out budget that in there. If you want to take a trip, budget that into your, your uh, monthly expenses so that you're prepared for that. Again, it's if just, if you don't tell your money where to go, you will end up not having money to tell where to go. And how empowering <laughs> it will Be get away from you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because you're yeah. kind of putting yourself in the driver's seat. You're giving That's yourself exactly right. the power and, and curbing those moments where you're thinking, oh, if I had booked my flight two months earlier, then I could have saved, you know, yeah. X amount of it, money. And it right? helps you cut back on unnecessary spending, like impulse buying and um, things that we just may feel like, oh, I see something in the store, I want it. Well, you don't know if it fits your budget or not. You just get it because you feel like you want it, right? Yes. Um, I, I have to FOMO. interject. Has anybody ever, has anybody ever shopped at Home Goods? Oh. <laughs> or Marshall's like that. Yeah. Those are my, some of my absolute favorite stores. Girl, but man, we need to go lines, shopping. <laughs> yeah. Those lines at the end though, that will get, that will get you because mm -hmm. they have all these little things that little goodies. Oh, at the end, I right? could use that. Oh, so-and-so needs that, oh, you know, that, that candle oh, or the, yeah. Oh, and the, it's the seven ninety nine plus the four ninety nine plus that's the, right. That it all adds, adds up. up. Anybody knows how to click through Amazon. That's a problem. <laughs> you know? yes. So here's here's something practical to apply to that. And this this is very basic and very simple. But even think about your grocery, your trips to the grocery store. You end up going to the grocery store and, you know, you always end up with more than you really went in looking for because, oh, that looks good. Oh, that's on sale. Oh, that's a good deal. Or mm, I'm hungry and that looks delicious. So even something as simple as, uh, ordering your items online and going and doing store pickup. So there's mm -hmm. no, again, avoiding those impulse buys or hungry buys, <laughs> oh, you wow. know, in the grocery store. So again, make it simpler. Whatever you need to do to be able to practically carry this out is, is what you should be considering for your situation. Yeah. And linked right along with budgeting is preparing for the unexpected because part of your budget should be miscellaneous you know savings like there should be emergency fund so like three to six months of emergency of emergency fund living expenses is what we try to get people to uh attain and maybe you don't have that right now so how can we create a goal to get you to have three months worth of your paycheck in savings account right that's that's something that we want to try to attain that's something that you can look at in your budget um, looking at your life insurance, are you overcovered? Are you undercovered? Do you have the appropriate amount? Um, you know, looking at what you have there to make sure that you're prepared for the unexpected. Because if and that's specifically for you, if you have dependents or if you have that's large right. debts. If yeah. you have any large debts or dependents, you should have some type of life some insurance mm -hmm. that covers your family or loved ones if something were to happen. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I feel like that is something that that we spoke about on the show before, because it's those unexpected. That's the last time you want to have to be worrying about anything uh, financial, um, mm -hmm. especially right. Like how you're going to survive such a diff like a difficult time. Um, yeah. You know, if, if that happens and and knowing what your obligations are um, it, 
in a life with life insurance or if you're in a policy that's right for you. I mean, these are all pieces of this big puzzle and making it easier on your future self uh, is is the 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 end game. Right. Yeah. So even things like uh, ensuring that you are able to like protect your earning power with long term disability coverage. Maybe your employer offers that and you're not taking advantage of that benefit. Something to, you know, to look into. One other thing I wanted to mention real quick before we wrap up is uh, reviewing beneficiaries on your accounts, Mm -hmm. because that's a big one, whether it's for insurance or, you know, any uh, payable like POD payable on death or transferable on death, those types of accounts. Making sure that all that's in order, because again, that comes underneath the planning for the unexpected. We don't ever want to think about those things, mm-hmm. but we want to make sure that if something were to happen, that our loved ones would to the right be spot. covered mm-hmm. and that our dollars are going to where we want them to go to. Yeah, um, I, I think the last thing, if I had to squeeze one little thing in here before we close up, is that retirement planning and tax planning are very important to review at the beginning of a year. Um, just as you're wrapping up the end of one year and that you're going into a new year fresh and you've got a lot of these resolutions that you're trying to say, okay, what goals can I reach and, and meet and things like this, reviewing that you have a, a financial plan, a true financial plan yeah. that is comprehensive right. and that a tax strategy going into the next year is crucial. And that is core of what we do. And we want you to start those conversations early. Don't right. wait. Don't wait. If don't wait until the last minute to plan the transition from working years to retirement, Mm -hmm. because again, when you chart your course, you've got a higher success rate of actually getting to where you want to be. So have those conversations early with your advisor. If you don't have one or you want a second opinion, please reach out to us. That's where we come in. Have those conversations with your spouse. If you're married, Uh, what do we want retirement to look like? What do we want to do with our time? What will our budget look like? How will our spending change? How will it need to change? Where's our income going to come from? You know, talking about those things so that when the time comes, you're prepared and the transition is so much smoother when you have a path charted before you. So you can give us a call 1-800-971-4549. If you've got any questions surrounding that, we're your guy. We're your, we're your couple. Come check us out and talk with us specifically about these things to help you experience the, the success within your finances, to experience financial health, and to get to where you want to be. You can also check us out online, allonplanning.com. That's A-L-L-O-N planning.com. You can schedule your complimentary consultation directly from our website. There's a link there direct to our calendar, and uh, you can answer, ask any questions via email email or anything like that through our website as well. And we do need to take a short break, but we will continue the conversation with Jay and Brittany Hagee in a few minutes. So don't go anywhere because there is more Allon Exchange coming up. Coming up on the Allon Exchange, we're going to be talking about some things you can be doing to improve your financial situation, but they may surprise you. Welcome back to the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee. I'm your consumer advocate, Chrissy Paradis, and I am continuing a great conversation in studio with Jay and Brittany Hagee of Allon Planning Partners. And I do want to to jump back into this theme of 
kind of a fresh start uh, for 2023 that we've been discussing. Uh, but if you want to kind of give yourself uh, your own fresh start and get on the schedule with Jay and Brittany Hagee and the team at Allon Planning Partners for that comprehensive complimentary consultation, you could call right now 800 971 4549. That's 800 971 4549. You can also go online and set up a time to sit down with Jay and Brittany. A L L O N Allon planning.com. So Jay, Brittany, what are some things that we can do now? Some proactive ways, I guess, to improve maybe a financial situation that we're concerned about, or I guess there's, you can improve any situation, right? I Mm -hmm. mean, I guess it shouldn't be limited to that, but what are some keys to doing that, to improving your financial situation. Yeah. So kind of what we want to talk about a bit today in response to that, Chrissy, may be a bit surprising because it's not a a kind of a checklist of do this, do that, step one, step two, step three. But when we're talking about improving our financial situation, or as you mentioned, any situation at all, it's more than just behavior modification. It's more than just changing our patterns. Yes, that matters. Yes, the patterns must change. We spent last segment talking about that, right? Um, But it's about more than changing your behavior. We've got to start with the root. We've got to start with changing the way we think. And that's because what we believe shapes what we see. What we believe shapes what we see. It informs what we speak and it determines what we do. So the what's at the core of our actions, our thoughts, our words are what we believe. So what we believe matters because it informs everything else. Mm -hmm. So instead of reacting to your circumstances, we want to say be proactive. You know, Brittany was talking about change the way you think. Um, the way we were talking the last segment about don't let your money lead you, but you lead your money right. through budgeting. Right. Um, that is a thinking change that leads to a behavioral change. Yep. And so that's what we want to get to. We want to get to the way that we think shapes what we see and informs the way we speak and determines what we do. That's really the core of it. So let the way we think and the changing the patterns of we think, let that become what changes the patterns of our behavior. Um, So we wanted to go a few different routes here and talk about how financial health actually affects all of our health and wellness, physically, emotionally, Mentally, there's a lot of areas that that our financial health, if we get that right, well, will affect. Uh, it, it's it's all linked. We're not um, compartmentalized <laughs> individuals in that it does not affect one another. Our financial health absolutely can affect our mental, emotional, and our mental well-being. And so our response to your initial question, Chrissy, about what are some things we can do to improve our financial situation, the reason it may surprise you to hear this answer is because the answer is take a look at the other areas of your life. Take a look at your health. Do you have, Mm -hmm. do you have physical health? Do you have emotional health? Do you have mental health? So uh, spiritual health, what, what do all these other areas look Mm -hmm. like in your life? Because they are all so closely related and 
he, he, you know, a, f- a few things that we want to talk about today specifically have to do with the link between financial struggles and how that has an impact on your health and even your health and how the expenses and all struggles that surround financial struggles that may surround uh, health issues can put a strain then on your finances yeah, <laughs> if because, you have it prepared. Absolutely, because financial stress can cause a lot of physical symptoms. It can manifest in things like insomnia, anxiety, migraines, compromised immune systems and digestive issues. I mean, there's a lot that it can cause. I mean, have you ever been stressed out thinking about your finances? Yeah, right? <laughs> I think at Who some hasn't? point in our lives, yeah, we all have. Yeah, yeah. even like Um, Debt-related financial stress, Mm -hmm. that alone increases the odds of developing depression by 51%. That's huge. So one in two people are experiencing that. And I think that, and I don't know if I'm just speaking for myself, but initially I think anytime I would have, you know, going back to when I was in uh, in college and my parents uh, around the holidays would ask us, so, you know, how's everything going? Or uh, you're not putting too much on your, you know, credit card or something. I would, my stomach would start to churn because Mm. I just think, oh, you know, it it was that instant, like smokescreen, the defense mode um, Mm -hmm. that you go into. And it's, it's kind of like a little chain reaction and of shutting down, but it doesn't, it doesn't have to be, you can kind of like thwart all that. That's right, because we can break the cycle, because the cycle says money problems lead to health problems. Health problems lead to money problems. Money problems lead to, like, (laughs) it's just this ongoing, continual, vicious cycle. But we can break that. We can break that through making some changes. Money problems can also lead to things like unhealthy coping mechanisms, like Mm -hmm. turning devices or, you know, undereating or overeating. And then, of course, what does that do? causes more health issues, which raises your health bill. Mm -hmm. And so we've got to break the cycle by changing the patterns and not just, again, I want to go back to it, not just by behavior modification, changing the patterns, but changing our thinking patterns as well, changing the way we think about these things. And financial stress, uh, which typically leads to physical uh, stress, it also leads to emotional and mental stress uh, and mental and emotional damage because thinking about money can be very emotional. We, we talk about it a lot it this is. year. It is emotional. The, the roller coasters of this economy and yeah. the market that we're in, how emotional uh, have a lot of folks felt and we've all felt this year because of what our economics say to us, what the money is saying to us. Um, you, you're going to have a lot of different feelings about money. Um, Some common feelings may be you may feel guilty for spending money uh, on things that you know you can't afford, Um, or you might feel guilty for seeking support even if you know you need it. Um, A lot of people are ashamed. A lot Mm -hmm. of people feel ashamed for needing support and needing help. We don't want anyone to ever feel ashamed to reach out to us and say, hey, I need support or I need help. You wouldn't feel ashamed to go to a doctor if you needed medical help, right? Absolutely not. Um, You should never feel that way. I'm sure there are that folks that do, but I'm just saying a lot of times around our finances, that is something that's very private, personal, and emotional, and we hide that and conceal it. Don't be ashamed. If you are not in a good spot, don't sit alone. We do this for a living. We help folks 
plan smart goals so that they can get to where they want to be and out from where they're at without all of the emotional distress you may we, be feeling. Yeah, right we even had a, a, a prospect or someone that we were we were working with last week come to us and say, man, I, I have to be honest and just tell you, I haven't even looked at, at my accounts in the last 12 months because I I'm have so been fr- so afraid. afraid. Yeah. I've been wow. scared as to what I will find. So, uh, and that is a common feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, just again, what we've talked Feeling about afraid. all the time, fear, yeah. this overwhelming fear that just debilitates. And what we want to say to you listening today, don't sit in that alone. We can come alongside of you. Our goal here at Allon Planning Partners is to link arms with you to provide solutions, creative solutions for the problems you are experiencing to get you out of a survival mode or out of a fear mode into a yeah. place where you're thriving That's and you're right. not you're not being driven or led or held by fear. But you know, I've planned. I have I have discussed these things. I have. I have set a char- I've charted a course as to how to overcome these obstacles or how to achieve these goals. Mm-hmm. And I've got somebody on my side. I've got somebody on my team to kind of coach me through the, what did we call it earlier? The uh, financial personal trainer. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. That's okay. If we need that, we all need help in some areas. And this is a way that we can help. And, and we know they're all interconnected. And so it's really great for us to see when we help someone get financially healthy, to know that that affects their physical health, that affects their emotional and yeah, mental health it, does. it affects every aspect of their life and so don't feel ashamed don't feel alone don't be afraid come into the light with where we're at and let us help you um, with your financial health and wellness so that you may be able to reach those physical health and wellness goals more and, and be able to reach your emotional and mental uh, health uh, a lot easier because the finances are no longer a weight a burden and a, a fear on you. of Americans are anxious about their personal finances, 60%. But listen, you don't have to stay there. That may be you right now. You may be feeling anxious about the, the Christmas bills and the credit card bills that are coming in because maybe you did overspend over the holiday season. You don't have to stay there. That's right. You can chart a course. You can change your not just your pattern of behavior, but your pattern of thinking to overcome those obstacles and to get to where you want to be, get to a better place. Same thing when we're talking about retirement. You can, you maybe you're anxious or nervous about. Uh, how you're nearing retirement and am I going to have enough? enough? Am I going to run out of funds? That's the common theme when it comes to retirement. Am I going to run out of money or do I have enough money? Again, seated in fear. Let's face those fears head on and take a look at that and chart a a course, create a plan to, to deal with that fear and to realize because 99% of the time we come to find out that fear is unwarranted. I didn't even right. need to be worried right. about that. It's just because I was afraid to address it that I I had chosen to live and stay in that mm-hmm. place. But you don't have to. Make a choice to change, again, not just the pattern of behavior, but the way you think about your money, the way you think about these things. And that will make all the difference. Yeah. And really... Lack of solutions can cause financial stress. Mm -hmm. When you just carry these problems or these concerns and you're like, I don't know how to solve this. I don't know what to do about this. 
many people just carry that. They feel that way and they just hold on to it because of, as Jay mentioned earlier, maybe it's because you're ashamed or you're worried or it's just maybe you're just private and you don't want to share mm -hmm. that. We understand that. We deal with many, many clients who are in extremely private with their funds and we respect that. Right. And we want to come alongside you in that and, and, uh, and provide you with some solutions and resources. Yeah. Right. Solutions and resources to help you get out of that financial stress you're feeling and solutions and planning can do that. That can help to relieve and alleviate some of that, that overwhelming stress and the sense of burden that you're feeling. And that's what we ultimately do. We talk about financial planning a lot because that's who we are, but we are here to offer solutions um, because everyone that comes to us has a different problem. It may be that they need help retirement planning or they need help budgeting or they need help with their taxes or they need help with their estate planning and they don't understand how things are going to get uh, established. Any problem that you bring to us w within that realm, we solve those problems. We try to bring solutions to our clients. And so that's what we want to offer you today, a complimentary consultation so that we can get to know you. We can see the goals that you have and we can help bring solutions to get you to those goals most efficiently and effectively. And it really does pay to partner with the team that can do all of those things and, and help you find some, some peace of mind, especially as we start the new year. So you can call right now 800-971-4549, 800-971-4549 and set up a time to sit down with Jay and Brittany of Allon Planning Partners and the whole team for no cost or obligation and consider it a gift to yourself now and to your future self. Uh, that's 800-971-4549. Also online at Allon Planning, A-L-L-O-N Planning.com. And Jay, Brittany, the questions keep rolling in so you know what time it is. Absolutely. We look forward to answering some questions uh, from our listeners when we return. Welcome back to the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee of Allon Planning Partners. I'm your consumer advocate, Chrissy Paradis, and I am with Jay and Brittany in studio, as I am each and every week. And you can get in touch with Jay and Brittany by calling 800-971-4549. That's 800-971-4549. You can also check out the website. You can go to Allon Planning, A-L-L-O-N Planning.com, and you could set up a time to meet with Jay and Brittany, but there's also a lot of other fun stuff on the website. There is an events tab. And uh, Jay, Brittany, are there any uh, workshops or events coming up for the new year? Yeah, we have we have one coming up on Tuesday, January 17th. This is an evening workshop. So if you're still working, this would be perfect for you. It's at 6.30 p.m. at Cadence Coffee Company, downtown Chattanooga. And you can find the uh, the events tab in the upper right corner of the website right when you go to allonplanning.com. So check that out, A-L-L-O-N planning. 
Com. And we have questions from listeners to get to. So I want to dive right into those. You guys all set? We're ready. All right. We're going to start in Red Bank with Sam. I've worked as a commercial airline pilot for almost 30 years and I'm getting ready to retire soon. All of my 401k is in company stock with my airline and I'm scared to move it away and make a change. It's all I've known. Can I just keep my funds where they are? Ooh, change is yeah. hard. Change is very hard. And uh, Sam, congratulations for um, your, sounds like great career you've had with your company. It's almost 30 years. Um, a lot of folks don't stay at one company for 30 years anymore. <laughs> so that's a great accomplishment. And um, I can understand your feeling, right? We've been talking about that all last segment, how emotions uh, tie into our money yeah, uh, and things like this. And so I understand I've known this for so long. I don't know if I should move or not. That's a valid feeling uh, and a valid question. And so, you know, obviously, if most of your 401k funds are are within a one stock, um, that's uh, something I'm always going to want to question and take a look at, because it seems like there's probably a lot of risk there because it's all based on one company. Um, so we would want to look at that risk tolerance and make sure that you are in the right spot uh, for where you want to be for retirement. But what I would say is you have many options with your 401k. Once you hit 59 and a half, typically most companies will allow you to do an external IRA rollover. Or when you are retired, you can do an external uh, IRA rollover. Um, or you can leave it at that 401k company. That is a, certainly an option, but what is best for you? And do you have a financial plan in future for your future to where you would be uh, withdrawing and taking distributions from this account? That would be my ultimate question to you is, do you have a plan put together that says how you should be taking from these funds so that you know that you're going to, the funds are going to last you throughout your retirement? And because really, no matter what you're invested in, you need to ensure that that vehicle is working for you. It's, it's not, right. yeah, it needs to be uh, working to achieve something or, or yeah, focused on that goal or that purpose that you have for that sum of money. So that would be the real question to answer too. In addition to what Jay's saying, um, the planning is uh, of utmost importance, ensuring you have a plan in place and not just investments. And then also the, the vehicle that you're using within that plan for your investments needs to be working for mm -hmm. you and, and accomplishing what you need it to do, whatever that may be for whatever stage of life you're in. And if you can relate to Sam's situation, you can always call 800-971-4549 and set up a time to sit down with Jay and Brittany and discuss it in more detail. We're going to Chattanooga next where Chris has a question. I'm 65 years old and I plan on retiring within the next year. I have about $150,000 in my Roth IRA and about $450,000 in my 401k. Does it matter which one I start taking money from first, or should I just take some from each? There again, that's a really good question, uh, Chris. And I would say it absolutely uh, does matters. matter. Um, it absolutely does matter how you take it. Uh, tax implications, 
Um, you know, there are a lot of things to think through about how those funds are invested and where you're taking them from. So, you know, distribution uh, ladders and the way that you take those distributions are going to absolutely affect your total retirement picture. So let's put a plan together that is going to save you the most money in taxes and give you the appropriate amount of risk when you start drawing those funds down. So I, I would say absolutely it matters and we need to have a plan in place to make sure that we are making the most of the funds that you do have. And we are going to go to Jasper where Lisa has a question to close things out. I can't seem to get a grip on my spending. I consistently spend more money than I make. It's hard for me to track what I spend and balance out each month to zero like you all talk about telling your money where to go. Please help. So I don't know if it's as much of a question as it is a um uh it's okay. Yeah. A situation. Yeah. Can you well, offer that's Lisa a, help? That's a yeah, that's a common situation. Uh you know, and Lisa, I don't know if you if this was spurred by what you heard in maybe an earlier segment that you called into or but this is something we've we we've been talking about, you know, telling your money where to go instead of just watching it walk out the door. <laughs> um and dissipate. The, being proactive in in how you spend and where you spend. And one of the ways to do that, which we talked about in an earlier segment, is putting in some practical ways to help yourself, such as utilizing an app, something that links to your uh, accounts to where you can automatically categorize and track your spending. Um, and they make it really simple. It's not as complicated and daunting as a lot of people assume it is. Uh, it can be really, really manageable with these really practical tools that we all have at our disposal now. So things like uh, Every Dollar by Dave Ramsey or uh, Mint, mint.com. That's another great tool that you can use to track spending and ensure you're not over budgeting. So um, I would say that. And then secondly, something else we mentioned earlier that I could tap into again is the accountability piece. If you if you are experiencing, um, you know, this being unsuccessful in this area, and you're going at it alone, get some help get accountability, whether it's a friend just saying, Hey, let's walk this out together, just like you would at a gym or a health, you know, working to reach health goals, um, find somebody that can walk you through it, or find a, an advisor, somebody like us independent fiduciary advisor that can walk you through how to plan how to budget how to save how to prepare for retirement in ways that really set yourself up for success. And to Lisa, Chris, and Sam, thank you so much for those questions. And we will get to more questions on the next show, but we are coming to the end. So I want to, to give you both the final word, of course. Absolutely. And, you know, it's been great uh, joining you for this first show of 2023. Uh, we want to uh, thank you and our listeners for um, continued uh you know, just engagement as we're walking uh, through uh, this year. And so we just want to encourage everyone that's listening to make those smart goals this year, not just a New Year's resolution out of guilt or of hope, um, but we really want to encourage you to create smart goals that are specific, measurable, attainable, that are relevant and that are time framed so that you can actually reach the goals that you have. We would just want to encourage you if you don't know how to create a smart goal around your finances, 
that's why we're here. That's why we, uh, that's uh, certainly a way that we help. And you can reach out to us and schedule a, a consultation and we'd be glad to walk you through how to actually reach the goal that you've put in place. So welcome to 2023. And we look forward to spending uh, a lot of time with you guys this year going through uh, what 2023 has for us. Absolutely. And that New Year's fresh start all begins with this initial comprehensive review with Jay and Brittany Hagee and the team at Allon Planning Partners. It comes at no cost or obligation to listeners of the program. All you have to do is call 800-971-4549. That's 800-971-4549. Set up a time to sit down with Jay and Brittany. They will assemble that roadmap that shows where you are, where you need to be, and how to get there. Doing it all with purpose, on purpose, and for a purpose. You can also go online to Allon Planning. That's A-L-L-O-N Planning.com. Jay, Brittany, thank you so much. I'd like to thank everybody for listening. And Investment we advisory services are offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, and SEC-registered investment right advisor. This is intended for informational and educational purposes only. The views, statements, and opinions expressed herein are those of the individual speakers and not necessarily those of Foundations and its affiliates. The information contained herein does not constitute an offer to sell any securities or represent an express or implied opinion or endorsement of any specific investment opportunity offering or issuer. Any discussion of performance or returns is not indicative of future results. Any mention of rates and guarantees provided by insurance companies and annuities are subject to the financial strength of the issuing insurance company, not guaranteed by any bank or the FDIC. Each individual investor situation is different, and any ideas provided may not be appropriate for your particular circumstances. Foundations only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. A Roth conversion may not be suitable for your situation. The primary goal in converting retirement assets into a Roth IRA is to reduce the future tax liability on the distributions you take in retirement or on the distributions of your beneficiaries. The information provided is to help you determine whether or not a Roth IRA conversion may be appropriate for your particular circumstances. Please review your retirement savings, tax, and legacy planning strategies with your legal or tax advisor to be sure a Roth IRA conversion fits into your planning strategies. No legal or tax advice is provided. Always consult with a tax professional. All rights reserved.